Hello, all you lovely souls who revel in embracing life just as I do. This is Nirja Malik and you are welcome into my world of I Embrace. And what do we intend to do here? We delve into the many layers and shades of my life, exploring resilience, positivity, strength, and the inherent fun in laughter that lies deep within each of us. Interludes from my own exciting and adventurous journey, my personal battles and victories that have brought forth innumerable lessons in my life. It is these learnings that I place on a golden platter with utmost humility for your personal consumption. My dearest listeners, my darling ones the world over, this connection between us just seems to be getting stronger and I am so happy that our tribe is continually and consistently growing. It's been on my mind that I've been wanting to share something with you. We all grow up with a righteous imagination. And as a child, having been exposed to the elements of nature and wonderful people around me, wonderful sights and scenes that I imbibed, wonderful animals that I became friends with, there's always so much that happens in the world. But you know, within that world is our world. And within our world is our imagination. And within our imagination, there are so many stories. There are so many experiences that sometimes you cannot tell the difference between reality and something that has just appeared in front of you like an unfurling cinema, a movie that you feel that you are participating in. You feel each and every nuance of the emotion that the actors are going through. And this has happened to me frequently from a very tiny baby little age. But what stands out as recent as four years back, 2020, when my three broken ribs decided that I was not giving them enough attention. So <laughs> they made their presence felt in the form of excruciating pain. Yes, I was given a lot of medication, three ultra sets a day. Those are very 
strong painkillers for 15 days and uh, and nothing happened the pain did get numb but it didn't go and then one bright day yes i do have certain healing methods where i warm my hands because our hands have healing power and i put it on the areas that pain with a few words and voila the pain does go but even that didn't seem to help i was amazed i was taken aback and then i do not know whether it was a dream or whether it actually happened it was so real so let me open my heart and share that incident with you we are all aware of the calendars or the lovely pictures in old books new books tanjore paintings of krishna on a swing playing the flute for his beloved radha as she sits next to him and they are in this beautiful mood where the ambiance and the background is a light shade of blue and as they swing very gracefully looking into each other's eyes so lovingly they are deer squirrels butterfly birds maybe a little rivulet all of this and we have grown up with these pictures or these images that come to our mind kahani mein twist the swing is much larger large enough for me to lie down on and i'm lying there in the same same atmosphere where the flowers are sending out a wonderful fragrance and all of me body mind and soul just eases into total meditative relaxation and suddenly i find his presence he is sitting by my left hip and very lovingly his one hand removes as if thorns or as if something from my left rib cage to be very precise specific and scientific the region where the fourth fifth and sixth ribs are below my armpit he is very diligently with his right hand plucking something out and with his left hand he's immediately pressing it down as if with a balm or as if to cool the effect of the pain that i might have felt while things were being withdrawn from my body and then while he is on the left so lovingly so compassionately so caringly doing this for me radha 
is sitting on my right. And what does she have? She has his flute in her hand. And as the swing moves in absolute synchronicity with our feelings, my emotions, my well-being, my getting better, my upliftment of the soul, she plays the flute and it is so real. I wonder now, is it astral travel? Is it something that I feel I delve into and it helps me? Is it my faith and trust in God? What are the forces that combine together to make an impact on oneself with the grace of God? And from that day onward, in 2020, my pain has disappeared. Yes, I am absolutely beholden to the grace of God and to how the universe is always there in some form or the other, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, to make sure that all is well with my world. People, images, feelings, emotions, happenings, occurrences occur with frequent regularity to make me know and realize that I am here on this earth within nature's elements, within the creation of the Lord Almighty. And He is there to offer me anything and everything I need or require. I must ask. And asking for help doesn't reduce the space we come from. It's like a child with a mother. I remember that at the Sharda Mat, Pravrajika Nirbhai Prana would always tell me, you are like that naughty child who demands, pulls at the mother's clothes, demands an extra laddu or demands an extra sweetmeat, demands. And what does the mother do? She gives it to the child. She says, you are like that. Because when I went to the mat, even to date, I always get double helpings, triple helpings of what I want. It was something that she started for me. And I revel in the care and the compassion and the wonderful generosity, not only of beings here on earth that are there for me and my benefit, but to Thakur and Shada Ma's grace. So we get what we want, what we need, what we require, 
we just need to put out not even words our thoughts our vibrations are enough to give us what we aspire towards and i think my children have taken after me because from the time that i took them directly from the airport to the shrine in the sharda mat they've grown up like their mother going to the mat doing what is necessary enjoying the bhajans and at the end of it looking forward to getting extra helping of the nariyal ke laddu so that is something that is generationally <laughs> been carried forward but let me tell you that any time i am uncomfortable physically i need to take 10 20 or 30 deep breaths depending on what is happening in my environment around me i transport myself to that beautiful scene of the sun shining into the little opening in the forest where the trees are green and abundant and the flowers the breeze the ambiance the little stones and pebbles the animals of the animal kingdom whether they are with wings or four-footed communicating with each other the butterflies i just go in my mind into that scene and suddenly a deep peace a deep calm overcomes me and i just let myself be be in the moment be in the now i just am me so that was one of my astral i i choose to call them astral travels no i'm not levitating <laughs> and i'm not at different places at different times and div- divided into you know like a true gemini 54 of me no but the mind is beautiful and the mind is connected to the soul and the righteous imagination is literally a direct pathway between my mind the minds of others and a passageway to the one and only supreme almighty one god god in any form in any thought or without thought without form which by the way brings me to another astral travel of mine and here believe it or not it is all around the babies and the babas of the gods and goddesses that are there all over the world so there is this huge as large as let's say a uh, 
bigger than a basketball team. It's it's like the deck of a, an aircraft carrier. <laughs> Let's look at it that way. So imagine that being an air vehicle, like the ones that the gods traveled in, and in that you have all the little toddlers of all the gods and goddesses. and they literally look like little replicas a baby hanuman and you know baby ganesha and baby uh, saraswati baby lakshmi and they're all having a blast yes you have a little jesus also and you have a mother mary you have all these but tinier baby versions and like a protective shield right around them are the adults standing all around and these kids are having a blast and i am witnessing this so you have the inner lot of babies playing with squirrels or birds or balls or toys or making up their games playing ringa ringa roses or just sitting and communicating with each other it's so beautiful and all the adult ones are standing in a circle around them and this whole field is actually being pulled and guess what the sun is harnessed to this field and the sun is taking us through the space and the air the breeze is playing on us and the elements are all around literally fragrance of the flowers it's in the air and suddenly as we travel and we are all having fun because there is this feeling of total contentment of living in the now of enjoying every second as it is meant to be the smiling sun with all its rays of joy and beauty is taking us through the clouds but after a while with all this exertion of the little ones we all start feeling hot and suddenly magically without saying anything we have the moon that takes the place of the sun cooling the air around us now yes you might think that these things are so illusory these things are so delusory but for me i cannot distinguish between a dream or an imagination because it is so real the smiles the bonhomie the camaraderie the feelings and the vibrations of warmth and joy and happiness it actually even now as i speak of it i am consumed with that warmth and that happiness and it is so beautiful that any time one can imagine something that one has gone through as if it has been so real 
and all those wonderful feelings come into your being, settle into you and give you such joy, happiness, contentment. And then the moon takes over and cools all of us and there is an air of festivity and we travel on beyond. So yes, that was another one of my roamings, as I can call it. And I enjoy them. I revel in them. And yes, when need be, they pop up again. And I relive those wonderful feelings. So imagine if you've had a bad day or things haven't gone right and you just need to be and you have a choice of all your travels in your mind, in your dreams and you can pick and choose or rather you don't pick and choose them, they pick and choose you. <laughs> and what your feelings at that precise moment are and what you need at that time. And that one pops up in front of you and says, Voila, here I am and see me through. So this is the abundant grace of God where our mind is such a tool that it takes us, without getting up from my chair, it takes me to places all over, known and unknown, in the world. And at this point, all I can say is, happy traveling. Happy traveling with me. Happy journeying into my life, into my mind and holding my hand and enjoying the various occurrences, happenings, experiences that God showers us with to love and to live happily. And when one talks about or feels the presence of the gods and goddesses, how can one not think of Shiva? I know that I've mentioned it before, that someone told me that they saw Shiva behind my right shoulder. Well, I don't take these things as either intense or fanatic belief, but I do not dispel or dismiss what she says. Because so many things are possible in this world of beings, of vibrations, of amazing episodes. So one cannot view it in any other way other than the way one looks at it. And people can relate with it resonate with it, uh, relive it in their imaginations or 
people can turn around and say, I don't believe in this. It doesn't do anything for me. But for me, it makes a world of a difference. And Shiva cannot be left behind. And where did I meet him? Well, I've met him frequently in different places like Tiruvannamalai or up in the north while climbing up towards Vaishnu Devi at the Prakeshwara temple at the border of Pakistan and India beyond Uri. There's so many places that one has come across Shiva. But what was this very short, though sweet, connection that I had with him. Many face-to-face meetings, but this particular one was in a cave somewhere in the Himalayas where there was snow all around and a blizzard was rushing through the spaces. Yes, there were golden-eyed cat prowling outside and here we were both of us facing each other and he was his being was emanating such beautiful aura which encompassed me too and I sat there cross-legged I know it was me not in the form that I am in right now but it was my being sitting there, right across. Eyes were shut, his and mine, but the atmosphere was full of vibrations, of first turbulence, because when you learn something or you feel something anew, There has to be a churning or a turbulence. And then that settles down. And as the knowledge seeps into your being, you realize that you are home within yourself. And the greatest master is in front of you. And you are just a speck of humanity absolutely blooming in the aura of this wonderful God. Yes, this mountainous experience, and I call it experience because when I did experience it, it was real. The sounds, the sight, yes, even the chill, It was real, palpable, and yet beautiful, wonderful. The words are not enough to describe these occurrences, but I bow my head in total and complete worship, not only here I have had tete-a-tetes with Goddess Kuanian, with Mother Mary, with Jesus Christ, and I feel they are around us. 
just to give us the strength, the resilience and the courage we need as we tackle our life's journey day by day by day. I Embrace isn't just about my journey of conquering cancer. It's about embracing life in all its entanglement and beauty. Remember, in this journey of life, you are never alone. And I need to thank you for becoming a part of this inspiring journey. Thank you for joining me today on I Embrace and my heartfelt wishes. Stay resilient, stay positive, and most importantly, keep embracing life in all its glory. <laughs>